Oh. Hello. <laughs> Once again, will the mysteries never end? Never end. The mysteries are coming back to you, my friend. Like a succubus on the wind. It's Mystery Mondays. On a Monday. Yes, Mystery Mondays. After Tuesday. Yes, Mystery Mondays. Yeah, the mysteries are coming for you. Once again. Yeah, the mysteries are coming for you. Yeah, the mysteries are coming to you. Once again. Mystery Mondays is coming for you. That's right, my friend. Coming for your sweet ass, baby. Oh yeah. Oh, oh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it is Mystery Mondays once again. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling extra mysterious. Yeah. Ex- extra smart as well. Mm. Yeah, well, you know. Mm. We had a corporate board meeting yes. this morning. Mm. So um I didn't have time to change, you mm. see. So um I'm just rocking the the tie, rock, rocking the suit this afternoon. Mm. Mm-hmm. Out of my civvies for once, out of my civvies. But uh, we hope you're having a, a nice sensual Monday out there, whatever you're doing. It is Bullwinkle's turn to bring <laughs> us a mystery turn. today. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to this Bullwinkle. Oh, As always, yeah. we don't know what the mystery's going to be. Well, apart from Bullwinkle, obviously. Mm-hmm. We'll suck a little bit if you don't know what the mystery was going to be. We'll just all be sat in here in silence. But <laughs> um, Bullwinkle, are you ready to take it away? I was born ready for this. Drew, uh, are you ready? I's ready. Me, are you ready? Yes. <laughs> Have we got any mysterious Are you ready music out there, baby? in the background as well? Oh, Can we get some mysterious, some mysterious Bo- Bo- tunes? Boo-winkle. 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 Oh, Boo-winkle. oh <laughs> there we go. Now I'm feeling mysterious. Do, do, does he even have to ask? Mm. You know? Now I'm feeling mysterious. Right, let's, um, let's take five seconds, maybe even ten. Mm. Maybe even ten. To change our mental mm. attitude from that of jovial stupor mm. to ethereal mm. ghostly wonder. wonder mysteries who knows the mysteries of the universe do you does bullwinkle do I let's find out let's find out with um, our mystery of today so ne- last week or not last week last time that I did a mystery uh, it was when you were away and um, I did covered Jack the Ripper. Mm. Um, so I thought I'd stay on brand this week, and I'm going to be covering Spring Heeled Jack. Oh, I know all about Spring Heeled Jack, mate. This is a oh, well good one. Yeah. This is a well good I one. Don't, I don't know anything I was about definitely going to do him if you Springfield Jack. Yeah, man. <laughs> Springfield Jack. Yeah. <laughs> so, Springfield Jack is an entity in English folklore of the Victorian era. The first claim sighting of the Spring Heeled Jack was in 18. 18- 37. Later sightings were reported all over the United Kingdom and were especially prevalent in suburban London, the Midlands, and Scotland. 
There are many theories about the nature and identity of Spring-Heeled Jack. The urban legend was very popular in its time, due to the tales of his bizarre appearance and ability to make extraordinarily large leaps, to the point that he became the topic of several works of fiction. I think he had like comic books and stuff made about him as well, didn't he? Wow. Did he say leaps? Yeah. So he, could, so he would leap he from jump. people's roofs. Mm. So oh. people in Victorian times, especially in London, would mm. report that something they'd just be like sat in their bed in the middle Fiddler of the night. Fiddler on the roof. And they would hear like, mm. you know, like what sound like running across their roof te- rooftops. Mm. And then they'd like run to their window and then they'd just see someone like jumping from their roof onto somebody else's, but it'd be like 30 foot or something. The originator mm. of parkour. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, Spring-Heeled Jack was described by people who claimed to have seen him as having a terrifying and frightful appearance with diabolical physiognomy. Physiognomy? I think that, um, basically, he looked a little bit like some of the depictions of the devil. Yeah, it says that that he's got clawed hands and eyes that that resembled red balls of fire. Mm. One report claimed that beneath a black cloak, he wore a helmet and tight-fitting white garment like an oilskin. Many stories mm. also mention a devil-like aspect. Mm. Others said that he was tall and thin, with the appearance of a gentleman. Several reports mention that he could breathe out blue and white flames, and that he wore sharp metallic claws at his fingertips. Mm. At least two people claimed that he was also able to speak comprehensible English. Hello, my good sir. <laughs> yes. Um, so we'll go to the early sightings now. So. Uh, in the early 19th century, there were reports of ghosts that stalked the streets of London. These human-like figures were described as pale. It was believed that they stalked and preyed on lone pedestrians. The stories told of these figures formed part of a distinct ghost tradition in London, which some writers have argued formed the foundation of the later legend of Springfield Jack. Spring-heeled. Spring-heeled Jack, sorry. That's like an now. episode of The Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the most important of these early en- uh, entities was the Hammersmith Ghost, which in 1803 and 1804 was reported in Hammersmith on the western fringes of London. It would later appear in 1824. Another apparition, the Southampton Ghost, was also reported as assaulting individuals at night. Mm. This particular spirit bore many of the characteristics of Spring-Heeled Jack and was reported as jumping over houses and being over 10 feet tall. Mm. Which is about three Big old boy. Tall. Man, that's ridiculously mm. tall. Imagine just walking through like 18th century or 17th century. How does it work? 18th century? 19th. 19th century, there we go. 19th. Uh, Yeah, and just seeing this 10-foot man jumping over buildings. (laughs) Terrifying. Mm. Um, The first alleged sightings of Spring-Heeled Jack were made in London in 1837, and the last reported sighting is said in most of secondary literature to have been made in Liverpool in 1904. According to much later accounts, in October 1837, a girl by the name of Mary Stevens was walking up to Lavender Hill, where she was working as a servant uh, after visiting her parents in Battersea. On her way through Clapham Common, a strange figure leapt at her from a dark alley. After immobilising her with the tight grip of his arms, he began to kiss her face. While ripping her clothes and touching her flesh with his claws, which were according to her deposition, cold and clammy 
as those of a corpse. Uh, In panic, the girl screamed, making the attacker quickly flee from the scene. The commotion brought several residents who immediately launched a search for the aggressor, but he could not be found. Mm. So I think that was the, like, first sighting of spring Jack. Um, the next day, the leaping character is said to have chosen a very different victim near Mary Stevens's home, inaugurating a method that would reappear in later reports. He jumped in the way of a passing carriage, causing the coachman to lose control, crash, and severely injure himself. Several witnesses claimed that he escaped by jumping over a nine-foot-high wall whilst cackling in a high-pitched ringing laughter. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, gradually, the news of the strange character spread, and soon the press and the public gave him the name of Springfield Springheel Jack. Um, <laughs> the mayor who the mayor was also made to give out an official response at this point. He read out an anonymous letter that he had received with details of Springheel Jack attacks. And uh, although he seemed fairly sceptical, members of the audience were able to confirm that many people claimed to have had interactions with the spirit and would not recover. For example, uh, one writer said several young women in Hammersmith had been frightened into dangerous fits and some severely wounded by a sort of claws that the miscreant wore on his hands. Another correspondent claimed that in Stockwell, Brixton, Camberwell and Vauxhall, uh, several people had died of fright and others had had dangerous fits too. Mm. Um, so we'll go on to the perhaps the most well-known cases now, which is the Alsop and Scales case. Um, these are probably the best known of the alleged incidents involving spring Jack and uh, were the attacks of two teenage girls, Lucy Scales and Jane Alsop. The Alsop report was widely covered by the newspapers, including a piece in the Times. While fewer reports appeared in uh, in relation to the attack on Scales, the press coverage of these two attacks helped to raise the profile of Springheel Jack. Jane Alsop reported that on the night of the 19th of February, 1838, she answered the door of her father's house to a man claiming to be a police officer, who told her to bring a light claiming that he had caught Springheel Jack here in the lane. She brought the person a candle and noticed that he wore a large cloak. The moment that she handed him the candle, however, he threw off the cloak and presented a most hideous and frightful appearance, vomiting blue and white flame from his mouth while his eyes resembled red balls of fire. Miss Alsop reported that he wore a large helmet and that his clothing, which appeared to be very tight-fitting, resembled white oil skin. So I guess this is sort of where they get that uh, image of him that I was talking about Mm. earlier. Without saying a word, he caught hold of her and began tearing tearing her gown with his claws, which she was certain were of some sort of metallic substance. She screamed for help and managed to get away from him and ran towards the house. He caught her on the steps and tore her neck and her arms with his claws. She was rescued by one of her sisters, after which her assailant fled. Mm. So Um, the sister saw her as well? I I assume so, yeah, Mm. yeah. And then he sort of fled after, probably jumping over Mm. high walls and cackling Mm. again. Mm -hmm. Um, On the 28th of February, 1838, nine days after the attack of Miss Alsop, 18-year-old Lucy Scales and her sister were returning home after visiting her brother, a butcher who lived in a respectable part of Limehouse. Miss Scales stated in her deposition to the police 
that as she and her sister were passing along Green Dragon Alley, they observed a person standing in an angle of the passage. She was walking in front of her sister at the time, and just as she came up to the person, who was wearing a large cloak, he spurted a quantity of blue flame in her face, which deprived her of her sight and so alarmed her. Uh, that then she was instantly dropped to the ground and was seized with violent fits which continued for several hours. Um, they did actually, I read this bit but I, I didn't write it down, that they actually arrested someone on suspicion of the Olsop case. However, they let him go. He would have probably been convicted of like, mm. you know, sli- slicing her neck or whatever. Mm. But they let her go because she was so convinced that he was spitting blue and like blue and white flames and he was like saying, I can't do that. Like mm. no one can do that, and and she was so convinced that he was spitting. Well, so she didn't even she, she didn't want the man to be convicted. No, no, she was like genuinely convinced that yeah. this man like could spit blue and yeah, white flames, yeah. uh, but because obviously he couldn't, they yeah. just couldn't arrest him because yeah. it, it didn't fit the profile. Um, I guess it could have just been lying. Yeah, yeah. I can't do that honestly. Mm. <laughs> I, I can imagine like you know how people do that um, thing where they put like, alcohol in the house, yeah. ma- mouth, and <laughs> Mm. Could have been something like that, you mm. know, that he would just do that to start off. Almost like a that. magician's trick, yeah. essentially. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Kind of dressed a bit like a magician as well. Mm. Like yeah. a white shirt yeah. and like a cloak. Big black cloak. Yeah. Mm. And like the metallic thing, you could have had like metallic claws, like yeah. almost yeah. like cutlets. Yeah, or what they yeah. yeah. They yeah cut, like, you know, just like, put them on your fingers. And, yeah, or yeah. like gloves, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like these kind of like yep. sharp gloves and stuff. Yeah. Uh, her brother added that on the evening of question, he had heard the loud screams of one of her sisters moments after they had left his house. And on running up Green Dragon Alley, he found his sister Lucy on the ground in a fit, uh, with her sister attempting to hold and support her. She was taken home, and then he learned from his other sister what had happened. She described Lucy's assailant as being tall, thin, and gentlemanly appearance. Mm. Um, Covered in a large cloak and carrying a small lamp or bullseye lantern, similar to those used by the police, which kind of fits what we were saying about the other case, where he gave her a lantern. Mm. Um, The individual did not speak, nor did he try to lay hands on them, but instead walked away quickly. Every effort was made by the police to discover the author of these and similar outrages, uh, and several persons were questioned, but were set free. After this, the Times reported on Spring-Heeled Jack, and he became a phenomenon. Over time, sightings grew further apart, but they did still arise a lot of times all the way through to 1904. Mm. He was even linked with being a potential culprit for the devil's hoofprints. Mm. Wow. Like we were saying the other, the yeah. other day about that. Yeah. The cases do remind me of each other, just because mm. it's like similar time period mm. and just a, like a bit of like a devilish aspect. Mm. You know what I mean? Like obviously, like, yeah, the whole mm. thing is like, is it the devil's footprints and... Yeah, Spring Hill Jack obviously being a bit demonic. Yeah, he, he was rumoured to have been like moving all over England. So yeah, uh, I yeah. guess that's why they sort of linked him with that. And uh, he even had a later counterpart called Parak the Spring Man in Prague. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, so we'll get on to some of the theories now. So no one was ever caught and identified as Spring Hill Jack. Uh, combined with the extraordinarily abilities attributed to him and the very long period during which he was reportedly at large this has led to numerous and varied theories of his nature and identity while several researchers seek a normal explanation for the events other authors explore the more fantastic details of the story to propose different kinds of paranormal speculation Uh, other researchers 
believe that some individuals may have been behind its origins, being involved, uh, being followed by imitators later on. Springheeled Jack was widely considered to be to not be a supernatural creature, but rather one or more persons with a macabre sense of humour. This idea matches the contents of the letter to the Lord Mayor, who uh, accused a group of young aristocrats as the culprits, after an irresponsible wager. A popular rumour circulating as early as 1840 pointed to an Irish nobleman, the Marquess of Waterford, as the main sub suspect. Uh, having suggested this may have been due to him previously having bad experiences with women and police officers. But like you were saying, they sort of attributed a lot of what happened to the sort of, you know, blowing flames that mm. could that could be explained. Mm. Uh, but obviously the only bit that can't really be explained is jumping like 10 yeah. feet in the sky. Mm. Um, the Marquess was frequently in the news in the late 1830s for drunken brawling, brutal jokes and vandalism and was said to do anything for a bet. His irregular behaviour and his contempt for women earned him the title the Mad Marquis. Um, and it is known that he was in London area by the time the first incidents took place. In 1880, he was named as the perpetrator by E. Cobham Brewer, who said that the Marquess uh, used to amuse himself by springing on travellers unaware to frighten them, and from time to time others have followed his silly example. In 1842, the Marquess married and settled in Curagmore House, C C County Waterford, and reportedly led an exemplary life before he died in a riding accident in 1859. Doesn't really seem like the sort of bloke who would be running about slashing mm. people's necks and jumping yeah. in buildings. Yeah. Um, a variety of widely, wildly speculative paranormal explanations have been proposed to explain the origin of Springheeled Jack including that he was an extraterrestrial entity with a non-human appearance and features, uh, for example, retro-reflective red eyes or phosphorus breath, um, and a superhuman agility deriving from life on a high-gravity world um, with his jumping ability and strange behaviour, and that he was a demon accidentally or purposefully summoned into this world by practitioners of the occult. Whoa. Um, or who made himself manifest simply to create spiritual turmoil. Whoa. Fortean authors, particularly uh, Lauren Coleman and Jerome Clark, list Springheel Jack in a category known, named Phantom Attackers, with another well-known example being the Mad Gasser of Mattoon. Um, typical Phantom Attackers appear to be human and may be perceived as prosaic criminals, but may display extraordinary abilities as in Springhill uh, Jack's jumps, mm. which is it's widely noticed, of course, that if any human did do this, like could jump that high, mm. it would just break their ankles. Mm. Mm. So yeah. like, there's no way anyone could. Well, apart from the fact you also couldn't just jump over a building. Yeah. Um, victims commonly experience the attack in their bedrooms, homes, or other seemingly secure enclosures. They may report being pinned or paralysed, or on the other hand described a siege in which they fought off a persistent intruder or intruders. Many reports can readily be explained by psychology, uh, most notably the old hag phenomenon that we mm. talked about before, um, recorded in folklore and recognised by psychologists as a form of hallucination or sleep uh, paralysis. In the most prob problematic cases, an attack is witnessed by several people and subs substan substan substantive 
What's that word? Substanted. Let's have a look. Substanted. <laughs> you know what? Substanted. We'll go with that by some <laughs> physical evidence. Uh, but the attacker. Substantiated? That's the one. <laughs> Substantiated. That's the one. Yeah, um, as soon as evidence came in, he knew. But can't actually exist. Uh, mm. Some other people as well thought that it was just a huge case of mass hysteria. Yeah. Um, I know we spoke mm. about in Pandora's Box the other week mm. about how the dancing plague that went around. That's my favourite, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's crazy one, that, isn't and, it? Yeah. And uh, people think that this could be a similar thing where once you hear that there's this random like guy jumping over buildings mm. and it just slashing catches people's on. necks, then they just believe in it as well. Oh, like the woman that cut off her husband's penis. Yeah. Oh. And then yeah, suddenly yeah. just like loads of women start cutting off men's penises. It started a trend. Mm. Yeah, it's like oh, weird man. things. It's like things get into your conscious mm. or your subconscious and then. Mm suddenly it just seems to happen all the time doesn't it mm. or do you know what it's even a little bit like um just along the same sort of in, in the same vein you know if you ever like watch a movie or you watch something and then everywhere you go you you see stuff which is related to that mm. and it's like just it's just because your mind's looking out for stuff yes mm. yeah mm. yes i remember once going for a little phase where i played a game about witches and then for the next like week or two, pretty much everything I did had some connection to witches. I, mm. I remember being real mm. creeped out by it. Like, mm. I'm being followed by the witches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. The witches are coming for you, Bullwinkle. Just shows how uh, the power of the brain. They're going to mm. make a potion out of your balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as your golden nuggets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As your golden nugs. <laughs> That's all the information I've got on uh, mm. Spring Hill Jack anyway. Mm. So, it's crazy how yeah. he, he um, targeted women, I reckon. You know, he was definitely a jack. Yeah, <laughs> he's definitely like a like a, bloke. a Jack the Lad. A Jack the Lad. I know they said that he, he targets like police as well. Mm. Yeah. Like one of the things he was targeting. Weird that they always used to call things like that Jack. Spring mm. Hill Jack. Mm. Jack the Jack Ripper. The Ripper. Mm. Do you know what I mean? All Jack like, the Lad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what is it about the Jack name? of all Jack. trades. Oh, <laughs> 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 like, you know, all related. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jack Black. <laughs> Jack Black, yeah, that's one. Jack White. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys think happened anyway? What do you guys think? I think uh, it was Spring a man. Jack was. I, I don't know I don't know how to explain the jump in, but I don't know whether that was just a Hysteria, bit of yeah, like blowing things out of yeah, proportion. Just like, you know, he was real good mm. at parkour, could run across like people's roofs and like jump pretty yeah. high. Mm. But and then yeah, and I think it was a man that was getting off on it, and yeah. with, the, with like girls and that, and yeah, maybe had like yeah some like cut what are they call gauntlets, yeah, some, like, yeah, gauntlets some like gauntlety that. type gloves, yeah, that, that, that were yeah. a bit like you know, and what did you call them? Are they cutlets? Cutlets, yeah, <laughs> like a cutlet, like a little <laughs> lamb cutlet. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what said, that's what I said at first, wasn't it? Like, what was yeah. that? Isn't there a sword like a cutlet as well? A cutlass. 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 That's like what yeah. pirates used. Yeah, yeah. yeah. cutlasses, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boyanko knows that because he loves Pirates of the Caribbean. I do. <laughs> I do. I actually nearly got a um, pirate story up for today. Mm. Oh, we'll really? Do that next time. Yeah, but, yeah. Oh, long John Silver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it is probably just, um, yeah, well, probably was a dude, was a chap. And yeah, things he was probably like very good at what is today known as parkour. But let's face it, if you took somebody that was really good at parkour, right, and then if you'd never seen that before, it does, it is mm. like they are extremely talented. Yeah, so if you had a guy that was so just, impressive. Yeah, if you had a guy that was a bit like that, and burning and then, flames in people's faces and stuff as well. Yeah, mm. maybe like a bit of a magician, bit mm. of a parkourer. Mix it with the fact that he's dressed a bit creepy. Mm. You know, yeah, like, you know, yeah, it's going to seem very supernatural, especially because it's all happening almost in the dead of night mm. when things just seem more eerie and creepy. Anyway, I know that if I was chilling in bed and it was all quiet, and I had like footsteps across my roof, and mm. I saw like some 
dark figure in like a cloak jumping off. Like you are almost like naturally inclined to think Fandom! like- Fandom! <laughs> that is not of this world! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you're like, wait, let's calm down. Let's calm down. Especially because back in these days, back in those days, they were just much more God-fearing and supernatural, mm. mind, supernaturally minded people, you know? Mm. So yeah, most likely some weird fella. But it's interesting, yet again, it's like a lot of the things that we talk about on Mystery Mondays, that what's compelling is, is that we will most likely, like 99 yeah. Yeah. yeah, we just never know, you know? Mm. So... Anyway, anything, any more of you want to add? Any more of you? Any None more of anybody me. else in here? No? Mm, All right. Well, me. that was Mystery Mondays. Thanks for joining us, everyone. And that was the mystery of Springheel Jack. <gasps> Cheers for that, Bullwinkle. Oh, we'll see you again next week.